0: Hello, Fantasy Baseball Fanatics. How you doing? Welcome to the Fantasy MDs Baseball Podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. It's our 26th episode. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. Back with my co-host, as always, my brother, Matthew Arna. Matt, we're back in action, my brother. We're back, ready to help the fans again. You ready? How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Long weekend. Still feeling it. Drank a little too much, but you know. Oh, yeah. Right with the holiday.
0: I feel that. I feel that. Uh, So you know what? Let's just dive right into it. You know, we'll get the fans what they need, you know, back into the, you know, groove of things here. So we're going to start with the finger on the pulse as always. And you know what? I just feel like, you know, two months into the, the season here almost, you know, in week eight, in the middle of it, in the deep. You know i just feel like it's time to get really serious to lock in with your team and you know figure out where you stand in your standings and just try and figure out what you need to do next so specifically some things that i want to point out i want to say it's time to cut the dead weight you know especially in shower leagues your 10s your 12s you know anything shallower than that just guys that aren't getting it done i would say this you know um go out there send some trade offers you know to other teams and see what you know they feel first and then you know um if they're not really feeling anything, if no one's really responding, don't be afraid to cut bait. I always try and look at it like this. If um, you have another league, right, and you don't own a specific player, right, and somebody like dropped him, let's throw out a name here so we can just get a better vibe, right? Somebody who I cut bait with today. I cut Noah Syndergaard, right, in some of my shallower leagues. I just feel like this. I always say to myself in some of my other leagues, if somebody dropped Noah Syndergaard, would I go out there to pick him up? And I just felt like the answer was no, maybe in some of my deeper, deeper leagues, like, you know, like uh, an only, or, you know, like a 15 man. Yeah. But I dropped them in a couple shallower leagues. And I said, you know what, there might be somebody better out there. Some guys we're going to talk about today, you know? So uh, Matt, why don't you chime in here with me uh, throughout, you know, some things you're feeling going in here. You could uh, even vibe off what I said, if you'd like to.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know what, you got to look at it like this. You got to figure out essentially what you need to construct your team and to make it better. So is that making a move? Um, you know, how do you make that move happen? Do you pile a bunch of guys? Do you have somebody picked up the waiver wire that, you know, is killing it right now? And then you can kind of flip is, you know, how do you get that done? How do you make your team better to move forward? Cause you know what? Time's running out. I mean, baseball is a long season, but we're in what week eight now. Yes, sir. So, I mean, at this point, you, you gotta you gotta make you gotta make something drastic if you're down in the down in the weeds like I am. You know, you've been just murdered by it, the injury bug, or you know, you just haven't haven't got things just haven't lined up for you. So what you do is maybe you maybe you move one of your injured guys, right? I don't know. I can think of like five memes.
0: Um, you throw it out there, man. Throw yeah, out
1: there. You could trade Eloy, you could trade Tatis, you could trade you could trade a whole bunch. Because you know what, you can hold on to these guys and not gonna be back till July, but you may not be in it in July.
0: Yeah, so, yes. You know, it's, it's funny, one of the,
1: it's one of those things where, hey, maybe we just make that trade to a team that's that's winning that can kind of take take a, 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 clog up that that IL spot, and you can get a freaking haul for a Tatis or somebody like that, Lancelin or Jack Flaherty or somebody of the sort.
0: Sorry. yeah i i fully agree with you matt there in the sense of if you're at the bottom right now of your standings and and you're just being killed by the injury bug like I, like matt and i are saying here um cut the dead weight if you can't trade it basically at this point in time. And if you're at the top right now, I'd say don't, I mean, you could always play it safe, but once again, fantasy is a long season. So I still feel like you should be very active in making moves and, um, you know, feeling out there with trades and stuff like that. It's just not the time where you kind of want to like, you know, get comfortable and, you know, not check your lineup for a few days or, you know, uh, you know, say, ah, you know what, I don't, I don't need that hot pickup right now. Cause you always need the hot pickup. You never know when you're going to be get banged with the injury bug or anything of that sort. So, basically what Matt and I are trying to get the point across this year is, you know, eight weeks in, you know, two months in, it's not time to sit still you know especially if you're at the bottom now's the time to go out there make those trades make sure you're staying on top of the pickups and make sure you're listening to the fantasy mds as well guys so basically you know just want to throw out there this is you know we're going to do our infamous uh, waiver wire you know segment um right after we hit the news and notes because we haven't been with you for you know a couple of days here so i'm just going to try and run through some news and notes what's been going on in baseball real quick and then you know stay tuned for you know we got some good pickups for you today i promise you guys you don't want to miss out on um the names we're going to throw out there so to hit the news and notes we're going to start with uh, Clayton Kershaw looking a little bit better you know thanks for him he threw another bullpen today it was about 35 pitches you know as long as he's feeling good they're saying that he's going to start uh, a rehab assignment sooner than later so that looks good for him you know he's been pretty good this year you know uh, he's getting a little bit older but you know I I think Matt and I were telling you guys you know the preseason that you know Kershaw is you know one of the best pitchers in the game and you know he's uh, when healthy he does his thing Uh, Cody Bellinger, uh, you know, another Dodger. He's missed the last four games with a grind injury. Uh, I believe they said he's going to be back tomorrow, but you know, I'd stay uh, tuned on that one. Just keep your eyes open. Uh, Steven Strasburg, man, (laughs) this one is, uh, Gets more interesting with this guy uh, every time you hear about him. Uh, he threw five hitless innings in his last uh, minor league uh, rehab assignment. The next one, he's supposed to throw um, six innings or 80 pitches, whichever comes first. Um, guys, i say uh, go out there and pick him up if he's out there. I kind of just want to pull up uh, what he's owned on Yahoo for uh, for the people right now because he's uh, interesting. Matt, thoughts on Strasburg? I know you're not a huge fan of his, but uh, thoughts? You know, he threw five scoreless in the last one.
1: That's just wonderful for him. <laughs> I can hear the enthusiasm. So much, let me tell you. I mean, I wouldn't touch him with my wife holding the 10-foot pole. <laughs> no. And if she did touch him with the 10-foot pole, I wouldn't touch her ever.
0: <laughs> well, there we go. That's Matt's thoughts on Strasberg. He is 70% on, so I don't think you're really on Yahoo. So I don't think you're really getting him anywhere. So uh, I'm just gonna keep him moving if here. If
1: you're if you're a um, savvy owner, trade him, trade him so quickly and get something.
0: OK, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we got um Shane Boz, uh, Tampa Bay Rays prospect. Uh, he threw four scoreless in uh, his uh, last one Monday, and uh, he's supposed to be activated this Friday, guys. I don't think he's out there in many leagues either at this point. But um, if you could go out there and make a trade for a guy like that, you know, right before he comes back, sneak one out there. You know, I mean, I would I would definitely try and do it. I think he's going to be uh, one of the best uh, young pitchers out there in the game for the next few years. Anthony Rendon uh, hits the IL with the right wrist inflammation over the weekend, man. I mean, he's just kind of been off to a slow start this year. I, I was, I'll i be honest. I was high on him coming in, but, uh, you know, things just haven't looked right. Maybe the uh still eating at him there. He's getting a little bit older. I mean, I guess just adjust accordingly with that one there. Mike Soroka nearing a re- rehab assignment there for the Atlanta Braves. Very, very uh, young, talented pitcher. Uh, if he's out there, let me get his ownership percentage, too, because. 17%. Uh, Whoo, guys, go out there and pick up Mike Soroka. Dude, uh, man, I know it's one of your boys. You want to rant about him a little bit.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'm not going to try and sound too biased. You know, there's there's some thoughts that that may be. Um, but anyway, he is he is a great talent back about 2 years ago before, you know, he blew up his um Achilles and yeah,
0: he's, didn't he, didn't he hurt it twice?
1: Yeah, he did. And it was, yeah, his plant, it's his planting foot. Hence why he's, it, it he re-injured it, which is also why it's taking so long for him to do the recovery. Um, you know, if he was a football player, his career would probably be done twice over now, but luckily he pitches. But I mean, let's, let's focus back on what he did two years ago. Kid was an outright town. He really wasn't a caper nine guy, but he did get you wins because he was on the Braves and His ERA was just flawless at all times, and so was that whip. I don't have his numbers right in front of me, but all I could say Uh, is... You it
0: from uh, 2020, right? Or... You want to yeah. go back to I would say
1: 2020 cuz that was his kind of his breakout. No. Yeah, he was That's, an All-Star
0: in yeah. 19. Let's go uh, yeah. in 2020 he I think only he got had hurt. three starts. So, let's yeah, go with he 2019 here. 2019 Mike Sorco was an All-Star. He went 13 and 4, uh had a 2.68 ERA that was across 29 starts, 174 innings, 142 Ks with the 1.11 whip. So, you know, just to bounce the vibe off of what my brother Matt was saying here is um kids really good when he's out there pitching. He's been hampered by injuries the last couple of years but i think he's a stash and kind of see what he got but once again guys we know everyone's banged up and injured that's only if you have the room type of move at the moment according to me uh Matt, any more thoughts there yeah go ahead Yeah. yeah
1: i will say this so one thing that i think everybody kind of forgets is prior to him getting hurt everybody was throwing a lot of um scherzer comps at him back when he was on detroit scherzer had that same kind of feel about him he really wasn't a k per nine but he was like a uh, an ERA guy and a very, very consistent head. stuff was just outrageous. And then over, over his course of his career,
0: yeah, he started to figure it out.
1: Right. And the case started ticking up and ticking up and ticking up and yeah, ERA so. started stay, staying where it was. So, and that's how he became. So, I mean, there's that, if people are throwing that kind of comp somebody's way, it's like saying, yo, like this kid could be the next big thing. And you know what? In, in dynasty and keeper, I mean, yeah. I'm sure I mean, he's, he's probably loaded it. up. He's worth an ad. Um, yeah, and definitely. And, I mean, at this point, he's worth an ad now and take a flyer. Yeah.
0: No, I hear that. I, I agree with you 100%. I was just trying to say is that if, if you're like – if, I know some teams got six, seven guys on the IL. I mean, I, at that point, I'm kind of just, you know, going to sit back because we're not sure how close uh, he is at the moment, but if you got room guy, 70, 17% owned former all-star, I believe he's only 24, 25. So, I mean, he's, you are go out there and get him if you got room with Mike Soroka. So uh, next up here on the waiver, uh, not, not waiver wire on um uh, our news and notes, we got a uh, George Springer's at with a non COVID related illness. So uh, just adjust accordingly. I'm sure he'll be back within the next few days. Uh, Carl, Carlos Correa hits the COVID IL once again. Adjust accordingly. He's going to be out for I would say at least uh, you know maybe you know seven days or so. We'll see how that goes. All right, Matt. Here's 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 the big one. You know uh, I know I know we haven't been with the fans for a while. You know so we're going to take our time here. Um, man, uh, Ronald Acuna, Matt. Um, I, they they kind of didn't even want really specific about what uh he's he's out with. They just I saw minor soreness. I was googling and googling and just minor soreness. So I'm I'm going to say this and then I'll, I'll let you take the floor. It's just that we kind of been saying here they gotta slow it down with them i don't want to sound like a broken record but sometimes you gotta you know stop the kid from himself so i don't once again matt i don't want to say the same thing over and over again but they got to slow down with this kid and just let him dh and just yeah
1: i feel i I agree with that in a hard hole entirely um it's just one of those things where you just the kids got too much energy He is incredible. It's not like he's playing bad either. No, it's not. It's not even that. But here's the thing. I think this is kind of going to be a thing for the rest of the year. I think he's going to just do a couple day-to-days, miss a couple games, play for like two weeks straight, miss three games. You know, I think this may be the new little pattern for him, unfortunately. But, I mean, hey, if you're in a keeper or dynasty, you ain't worrying about it. But Yeah, he's kind of just got to sit. But so, in a non keeper league, it's entirely up to you, it depends on where you're at. So, again, adjust accordingly. With if you're at the bottom, nice, and you
0: got non keeper, non keeper. If you're in, right. if you're at the bottom, you got to try and trade them, trade them, redraft, yeah. try and trade them. Just get just you know, you'll get take, all take the take the big haul, take the healthy guys. You know, that's basically to you know, go back to what we're saying on the finger on the pulse at the beginning is this is a perfect example, a guy like that in redraft take what you can get right now because you don't know what the rest of the season holds. I mean, it kind of looks like he's going to be a little banged up here and there. I'll even throw this out. Somebody we weren't really going to talk about. I'll just say this just reminds me similar vibes in redraft right now. Do the same thing with Chris Bryant. He's not as valuable as Acuna, but I don't know what's going on with him with the back injury. Just kind of looks like it's going to be a lost season for the dude. So, you know, guys like that, just to reiterate what we were saying at the beginning of the show is guys like that. You want to move for what you can get right now in redraft if you're at the bottom. So oh, we're gonna keep going here with the news and notes. Uh, Gene Segura, this is a big loss because you know what the guy was on fire this year. You know the Philadelphia Phillies uh, fractured his right index finger on a bunt. He's expected to miss the next ten to twelve weeks. I think that's a it's a drop in most of these. Uh, you know at this point because ten to twelve weeks is a long time unless you got the room right now. I'd say I'd say cut him. Uh, next one here, uh, Eloy, ha- Eloy Jimenez, Chicago White Sox. He had a minor setback the other day with his hamstring, but he's supposed to play the, uh, tomorrow on or today, Wednesday, actually. So uh, I don't know if there's any update. I'm going to check and see if there's anything. Matt, I know it's one of your boys there. If you just want to talk about Eloy, let's see if he played today.
1: There is no update. Um, yeah. All it is is, hey, you know, he had a little setback. My man just tried to run a little too fast to first base and try yeah. and outrun it like an instant, you know.
0: Yeah, it looks like from everything I'm seeing here, I can't see if he played or not today yet, but it looks like he was supposed to play tonight. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say that he was back on track and he and he played because there's no update at, the, at yeah, this very second. I'm sure he did. I
1: mean, yeah, they're probably – they're going to do what they should be doing with Akuden and letting him take, take his strides and, you know, come back slowly. Um, he's going to – I don't know if he's playing the field yet either. That's going to be another big thing. So –
0: Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure they're going to take it a little slow with him because he's a young stud and they don't want to, you know, uh, risk anything. But then again, hey, that's just me talking from what I would do. Uh, Let's keep it pushing here, though. Uh, We got uh, another one of your boys, Matt, Jack Flaherty. Uh, He's supposed to throw one more side session and he's going to head out on that rehab assignment. Finally, uh, another just guy you should definitely have stash and all these at this point. Uh, Lance Lynch, Chicago White Sox. He threw three scoreless innings Monday. He's on track to uh, join the team in two weeks or so. Uh, Maybe even a little sooner. You know, the White Sox team, uh, they kind of need help right now. Uh, Another, you know, another guy to the IL, though, on a Saturday note, Brandon Woodruff to the IL with that ankle sprain. He's going to be out at least two weeks. Another dude, I mean, I don't know in redraft at the moment if you can really get too much for him, but I would shop him around and kind of see if that name has any value to anybody. Because I'm not sure what the rest of the year holds for him. I would kind of just say, you know, uh, in, in keepers and dynasty, you're holding them. But uh, in redraft right now, I'd look to shop them. And, you know, if you don't got that room at the end of your bench, man, it's kind of tough to hold a guy like that. Uh, I was underperforming this year. Uh, Kyle Lewis, somebody that we were touting, you know, Seattle Mariners, he fouled the ball off his like um, his shoulder or something or his leg and it bounced back up, hit him in the head. Uh, he's going to be on the concussion list for at least seven days. You know, I mean, stinks for a guy that everyone was high on. He actually had two homers since he had been back, too. So uh, stinks to see him hit the IL. Yeah, you know, he don't even to... know his
1: own name right now. He, <laughs> <isn't>. he, probably, <laughs> he came up, he looked up and he was like, I'm not there.
0: Yeah, Lord Uh, I mean, we wish the best for Kyle Lewis, man I kind of hope he gets back He looked really good, you know Uh, We got Tim Anderson headed to the IL With that grind sprain He's going to be out at least three weeks Uh, That stinks, you know He was on fire this year Shortstop, just absolutely killing it so, uh, just accordingly with that one, um, stinks to see that. Uh, Nolan Gorman, young prospect kid, got called up for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's day-to-day with that uh, back stiffness. I'm sure he'll be back there sooner than later. Bryce Harper, another guy day-to-day with uh, right forearm soreness. Um, he's just been banged up this year, guys. Just be, I'd be prepared for, at all times for him to miss a couple days here and there because, you know um, – He's dealing with that other injury, too. Though. I believe it's a sh- the shoulder, right, Matt, where he's not even playing the field right now. He's just dh and So um, just, I'd, be, I'd be very, very careful with Bryce Harper these days. Um, You know, and, and don't, know, don't know what the future holds for him and, either.
1: And I could kind of see, and this is just me talking, Um, you know, as players start getting a little bit more tired, we get a little bit more deeper into the season. If he's not able to play the field, he's probably going to get a little bit more days off because they're going to need to rest more guys because he's just clogging up the DH spot. And I mean, yeah. quite honestly, too, you can't have Schwarber play defense for that long in the outfield, nor can you have Hoskins play first for that long either, because you're just your team's just going to be obliterated. Yeah, that, and that that's
0: the team. thing that's really killing the Phillies, honestly, man, is that is that defense yeah. for those pitchers are really they need to figure that out going into next year, because it's I, I saw Nick Nick Castellanos the other day misplayed a ball, and it was like damn it's like as like almost any big league outfielder should have caught that i know it's tough to say but kind of just really misplayed that one uh mm-hmm. keep it going here with the news uh got wander franco hitting the il that one stinks man he's kind of slowed down of, of recently too got that uh right quad uh strain he's gonna be out at least two weeks that that stinks to see man this young guy he's got all the talent in the world but you know we got to see what happens with him once again having that down year so far yeah, just things to see. So just accordingly, guys. Uh next up we got Max Muncie's well, good news. He's getting a little closer. Took some batting practice today with the team there with the Dodgers. Should see him back, you know, sooner than later. That's at least what the Dodgers are saying. You know, hopefully guy like that could come back, um, help out some of your teams that uh, need that power from him. Love that multi-position eligibility, too, for Max Muncy. Uh, I would actually go out there and see if he can get him really, really cheap right now. I'll, I'll just go as far as saying that I do like Max Muncy a lot. I had a great year last year for the Dodgers. Uh, one that we like to hear, Matt, is a Yankee fans. Uh, you know, Stanton is supposed to be back within the next couple of days from that swollen ankle. Hopefully, you know, Yankees could use that, as that big bat back in the lineup. It'd be awesome to see him back out there with uh, Judge, you know, just doing their thing together. It's been an awesome season for the two of them. Uh, Lastly, uh, we got Sonny Gray, uh, Minnesota Twins He's still out with that right peck I think they're saying he's going to miss his next start At least, not sure if he's going to hit the I.L. there or not He's actually been decent lately So, you know, um, just adjust accordingly there All right, Matt, we're up here uh, with that big wave of wire segment, guys You know, this is when you want to really listen up Uh, We got some good names for you here Uh, Matt, I feel like I've been ranting this whole time Is there anyone specifically that you'd like to talk talk about here uh, to To start us off?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I got my boy, Alejandro Kirk. There you go. Um, he's been killing it over the last week. Um, he's actually had a decent season in terms of batting average and total. So his on on the year, he's got 17 runs, three bombs, 13 ribbies, and he's batting 304. But this last, this last week was just monstrous. I mean, he has eight runs, two bombs, six ribbies and batting 615. Yes, sir. Now. That kind of production from your catcher is ridiculous. I don't, I'm not going to say he's going to go out and do it again next week, but I mean, honestly, I mean, if you look at the catcher situation, what catchers out there are giving you that kind of even batting average, bad at batting average help? Like, and he's on the on the Blue Jays, so even if he gets on base, which which he is, he's at least going to drive in some runs. So that's at least something being chipped in every single week for you from your catching position, whereas other guys, they're not getting that.
0: Yeah, I'll say this, man. to chime in with you there about Alejandro Kirk, Toronto Blue Jays catcher there. They've been playing a lot of DH2 for them. You know, the, played the last three games in a row here, including today, so you'd love to see that. You know, it looks like the power's starting to click for a little bit for him uh, here. Before May 31st, before that two-home run game uh, on May 31st, where Kirk went uh, three for four with two home runs, four RBIs, he only had one bomb. So it looks like that power, you know, people expect it, he's a short guy, but he's stocky. You know, he's got a lot of power in that, bat. So people have i expected him to, you know, be a little bit more of a power guy. So if he could keep that batting average up around 280, you know, that power starts to come in there. He's definitely somebody you're going to want to go and pick up. Alejandro Kirk is only 38% owned on Yahoo. I know there's been a lot of catches out there lately with uh, MJ Melendez and um uh, Matt, who else would we tout? A uh, uh, William Contreras of the mm-hmm. Braves, couple guys that we've thrown out there recently. But you know, he's another one, guys. You don't, if you haven't figured it out, or you didn't get Contreras, or you didn't get um, you know, any of the other guys we're talking about of late. Alejandro Kirk's a great option at catcher. You know, as Matt said on that Blue Jays team, that he's been uh, moving up that lineup, hitting fourth and fifth the last couple of days there. Definitely going to want to go out and uh, get him before it gets uh, scooped up in your league. Uh, so next up, uh, let's talk about um, name. If you've been playing fantasy for uh, last couple of years, you know, you know, this guy a hundred of, um, the uh, Kansas City Royals You know, uh, he's been heating up lately You know, um, he's been looking good He's got that multi-positional uh, eligibility He's uh, eligible at first, third And um, outfield on Yahoo uh, So far this season He's got 23 runs, 5 bombs 17 RBIs, a steal He's sent 279 Just somebody, you know, if you need a little guy That can go out there and replace people on um, You know, a day off Have him there on your bench, ready to go He's been heating up a little bit here lately I think he could totally do worse just somebody that, you know, if you've been familiar with uh, Fantasy over the past few years, you know He's um reliable, you know He just just gets a little bit of everything You know, uh, just somebody, I'd say he's not one of the Higher-end guys to go out there and get, but he's just Somebody, if you're in deeper leagues, 35% Owned on Yahoo, Hunter Dozier, Kansas City Royals, could totally do worse if you need Somebody there at the end of your bench
1: Yeah, I mean, at least he's putting the ball to the bat And getting on the field Yeah, And and I mean, Kansas City's looking pretty good too And not for nothing, Father Time has has Looked sadly on him um but i mean because he used to be a power guy and a terrible um batting average guy but now he's the now he's flopped it so now he's not really hitting home runs but he's at least getting your batting average and be quite honest if you're getting that on a guy you're subbing in you know on off days and he's not killing your batting average that's a home run for you because i mean there's not too many guys out there like between him and kirk i mean what guys are really hitting 300 so yeah. it's worth it at least for a filling guy. I mean we all got like one two guy, one two bats at the at the end of our bench that are going to help us on those off days.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he's somebody like deeply You can go out there and get him. I'll tell you somebody I like a little bit more than him is uh, this next guy up. uh, Andrew Vaughn of the Chicago White Sox fan. Uh, I'll tell you this. I don't know if this is his big breakout year, but he's definitely showing us why he was a big time prospect on the year. You know, he just came back from that injury. But on the year so far, 291, six bombs, uh, 22 RBIs. Uh, he went four for five on uh, May thirty first with a bomb, two ribbies, fifty five percent on Danyahu. He's eligible at first and outfield. He's been hitting second consistently, uh, in the lineup since May twenty fifth. Uh, he, he's somebody, I think you need to go out there and get him at this point. I could see him taking off sooner than later and just being somebody that we look back at the end of the year and like, damn, Andrew Vaughn kind of showed us. You know why everyone really loved him coming into last year, and you know even this year, a lot of people loved him too. Good word. Any thoughts there on Andrew Vaughn, Matt? Or oh, my bad. Um... You're good. You're good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, it's one of those days, bro.
0: I thought I thought you were I you know be honest I thought you were about to pick him up. I was about to see. Oh, I was about to see. Oh, uh, Matt's about to snag this one. Nah, I mean Andrew Vaughn, good
1: talent, you know, but I'm um... – he, he's just he's ride a wave kind of guy right now he's not a long-term solution like any of the guys we've talked about but last week last week was impressive with two bombs and eight ribbies and batting 304 again huh, i'll take that And he's another guy you know i keep talking up that value of batting average on guys that won't kill you when you sell them in or and whatnot just go for yeah. it
0: I'll tell you this, man. I, I think you're wrong. I think Andrew Vaughn is gonna be is gonna be pretty damn good. I don't know if it's gonna be this year, but he's gonna be a, a good baseball player. I love his swing. Uh, I think that White Sox team is better than you know the performing so far. And if he could find his way into hitting second in that lineup behind um, Robert, behind um, Abreu, behind all these guys they got, you know, that can drive in runs pretty good. I think I think he's going to be a, a you know a talent at some point. Like I said, I, if it's this year, you kind of want to take that shot on him. If you got the room at the end of your bench, you need a bat. You know, I definitely say he's one of the guys I like. You know, a waiver wire pickups that we're going to talk about today. Oh, yeah. uh, who who you like there next, Matt? I know Vaughn is somebody that I'm raving about. Anyone there left uh, that you would like a, a lot?
1: Yeah, Spencer Torkinson. So okay, he, he's finally ca- yeah, one of the one of the high end prospects for Detroit. Um, I think he was like a top 10 prospect coming in. Yeah, year. I think
0: even higher than that.
1: Right. So the kid, kid's great. He really started off to a real slow start, truthfully. Um, I actually dropped him because I did draft him this year as one of my last couple picks. I am a big fan of the talent. Last week, he did have a nice little week. Finally, he's doing something. He batted 343, four, four runs, a bomb, three ribbies. On that Detroit team that's a little putrid and not really performing, um, that's pretty good week for him and not for nothing. I think he's going to start picking it up if he can find that power. Let's hopefully it's a trend in the right direction. Um, so
0: yeah. Yeah. I'll say this to, you know, talk about Spencer special in there. You know, he's eligible at first and third on Yahoo, 36% owned, uh, you know he, he's starting to show a little something. On uh, May 30th, he went three for four, two runs, a ribby. And on May 31st, uh, across the doubleheader, he went three for seven. wasn't really any counting stats, but I think something's going to turn on for this kid. I, I hope he doesn't end up like a like a Jared Kelnick type. Uh, I think he's a little bit more talented than he you know uh, Jared was or Jared is. Uh, I think that power is going to click, man. I, I it hasn't really started showing yet, but you don't want to be uh you know the guy who's um you know waiting on that pickup. That's what we kind kind of been the vibe of the episode, you know, is, is don't wait, is, is don't hesitate. If you have somebody on the end of your bench that is underperforming, that's, you know, lowly owned, I would say just cut bait, go get one of these guys that we're touting here, you know, uh, a Torkelson is a kind of guy who could, you know, uh, hit. 10 home runs in a month, and you know, uh, you know, win you a couple weeks there and let that talent really shine through. You know, once again, we met and I have both said it. He was a high end prospect coming into the year, he's underperforming a little bit, but we're starting to see signs, uh, that we both like from him here, you know, going forward. Uh, so, uh, actually, uh, Matt, last guy here is uh, one of your boys. I'll let you take the last one too, because I, I know it's somebody uh, that you were excited to pick up this week.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Sorry guys, it's been one of those days. So, are you
0: good? It's Cody Clemens. Clemens, I'm sorry. God, yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm not even sure how it said. I'm not super familiar with the kid. I believe he's um,
1: Roger Clemens' son, if I remember. Is he? Yeah, that's what I was reading the other day. I mean, I don't even know. Let me (laughs) fact check that, and I'll come back to everybody with that. But Cody Clemens is 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 killing it. Was killing it in minors. Uh, so he, he was hitting 283, 316, 523 with eight homers and three steals and 197 plate, plate appearances. Um, he hasn't registered really anything just yet, but you know what? Um, I think he's going to, I think he's going to translate. Yeah, man, well.
0: I think you're right. I think that is Roger Clemens' son.
1: Yeah, because I, I saw a report when I was what I was at the bar, so yeah, that's that, that,
0: yeah, a little shaky, but um, good call. That's yeah, Cody Clemens, Roger Clemens' son, Detroit yeah, Tigers. Yep. So of it's course. one of those things
1: where it's a baseball family, baseball mind, second generation, and he's a high end prospect, killing it right now in the minors. So I'm, I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to take the pedigree of you know the bloodline on that one. It's like you know you're. Diff- you got horses and stuff
0: You know trying to- <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I hear what I hear you're getting at you know uh, So basically you know it, It's basically runs in the family type of ordeal You know um, he some, of the, got some of the best Training his whole life Was around baseball his whole life You know was around talented baseball players his whole life Because of who his father was So you know definitely something you could take a shot on uh, Cody Clemens again second owned. baseman Detroit Tigers 1% on guys Come on Matt Reggie off his minor league stats There he's been doing great so far so I will say out of everybody, he might be towards a little bit towards the lower of the pack. But, you know, second base has been tough this year. I say, uh, you know, definitely in your 12s, 15s, if you've if you got room on the end of your bench, uh, definitely somebody to go out there and speculatively throw an add on. Um, once again, uh, when it runs in the family like that and it's starting to show through for the young kid here, definitely uh, somebody uh, I'd be interested in deeper leagues as well. So let's move on here from the bats. Uh, we'll get into some uh, some little arms here, you know, uh, if you need some pitching help. Uh, let's go with, um, you know what, you know who I want to talk about first team at somebody who had a great outing the other day. And that's a George Kirby of, um, the Seattle Mariners. And I'll tell you this, you know, he's had a couple of rough ones in a row. So he might've been dropped out there in some of your leagues, right? Uh, 46% on, on Yahoo. So, you know, he had, uh, Two, uh, two stinkers in a row after, you know, two pretty good starts in his debut. Uh, once again, George Kirby we're talking about here. But on May 31st against the Baltimore Orioles, he went out there, gave you six strong, got the win, eight strikeouts. And on the year, these numbers look pretty good. I'll say that. You know, he's got one win. That was the last game pitched, as I just stated. Uh, got the three six, uh, three four six ERA, one one five whip, twenty-six innings, twenty-eight K's. Uh, I like what I see from the kids so far. You know, there's gonna be a couple bumps and bruises along the way. I'll give him the comp of like uh Logan Gilbert last year. So, you know, Logan Gilbert last year showed us, you know, all the talent in the world, and he had a couple ups and downs, and uh, you know, the numbers at the end of the year didn't look as great as you know, as he really showed us, you know, the talent is. Now this year, Logan Gilbert's going out there and he's you know, he's doing awesome so far. So, you know, I give uh, George Kirby that type of comp As far as, you know, what to expect going forward I think he's going to show a lot of greatness I think there's going to be a lot of great starts But I think there'll be a couple, two, a couple shaky ones But he's definitely somebody I want to own In all formats going forward um, Only, once again, 46% owned Matt, I don't know if you want to chime in there And add a little bit of thoughts on uh, George Kirby there
1: Yeah, I missed that on the Kirby but, You know
0: got him. Uh, I only got him one lead But, uh, you know, I think he's totally worth
1: the ad Anywhere you can get him Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's a young, nice talent. He's showing him stuff like like you said. I don't know if he's the Gilly Gilly level, but you know what? We'll see. Hey, see man, anything. he
0: was highly talented prospect. I think he was like number four pitching prospect um, before he got called up. I No, I hear you.
1: I hear you. But, I mean, you know, Gilly Gilly was number one. Yeah, he was. He was. And, and, I hear he, and he was like a, but I'm not knocking Curb. You know, Curb is going is is to do Kirby things. He's going to be good for you. And you, you kind of hit it right on the nail, like right on the head. You know, he, he's going to throw some some bad games, but that's any young pitcher, and actually any yeah, yeah, pitcher yeah. at that
0: point. It's going it's to come with the territory. It comes with the territory.
1: Right. I mean, he, right now he's a he's a full full play ahead. He's never sit until he runs into a bad couple games and earn it. But right now, yeah. just keep keep rolling him out there, start him with confidence at this point, and scoop him up at fifty percent owned.
0: Yeah, I'll say I'll, just one last little thought here on the kid is just this, um, you know, you, you don't want to drop him after a couple bad ones. Because I'll say this, I think his ownership percentage was um, up a little bit higher than um 46. And then, you know, on May 19th uh, against Boston, you know, he only threw five, you know, only three Ks with the 90 ERA the 180 whip. And then the next 90, uh, next time he went out. Against Oakland, you know, five innings, nine Ks though, you know, look, Ks are nice, but the 7.20 RA with the 160 WHIP, but then that bounce back, like I just dated, you know, against Baltimore, you know, and it just, it, it just don't drop them. don't drop him, Just hold, hold tight, you know, unless he has like five, six bad ones in a row, then cut bait. But I'm telling you, he might two bad ones, two good ones, but I think the final year numbers and the talent will prevail, you know? All right. So to pick up where we left off here, um, let's get into the next guy that we're going to talk about. Let's go with somebody who that's been uh, pretty impressive uh, here so far for the Tampa Bay Rays. And that's a uh, Jeffrey Springs, somebody that's come out of nowhere. not really super familiar with them. Myself uh, snagged him in a couple of leagues because he looked good and uh, he's been paying off so far. Uh, I'm going to grab his stats for you here real quick. Um, Bear with me okay so uh, spring so far uh on the year he's got two wins uh 162 era an 081 whip 33 innings and 33 crate 33ks so he's gotten his uh shot shot here in the rotation over the past couple weeks has uh looked pretty good um uh may 21st against Baltimore uh went 5.2 innings got a win 7 Ks no earned uh 088 whip uh, then this is one's even more impressive against the Yankees. I know Stanton wasn't in the lineup that day, but uh, you know, six innings, six Ks, uh, three ERA, and 083 whip pretty impressive. Uh, so here far tonight, tonight against Texas, he's gone two innings, giving up a, a run, um, three K's and a two whip. So a little bit cheeky so far tonight, but somebody I'd recommend 50% owned on Yahoo's got good numbers so far. And um starting pitching. is becoming harder and harder to come by. So um, I say, yeah, uh, just go out there and snag him. If you got the room, we got a couple good names for you here tonight. So I just basically say it's a, whoever's available type situation.
1: Yep. I mean, a 50% owned with a guy under two ERA. I uh, would almost a K per nine, I think is a home run for you on the waiver wires. You know, it's just, it's a why not situation. And I mean, I don't know too much about the kid outside of the fact of, you know, what he's doing this year, but hey, it's he he's showing at least, hey, huh, he he deserves a spot on that team. But uh, let's move on to uh, Edwin Cabre- Cabrera. Uh, Edward, Edward Cabrera. Edward Cabrera, my bad. Got you, got you. Um, got her. My computer just does not want to work for me.
0: Well, uh, I'll chime in. Uh, Thank you. So, uh, about the kid, you know, he's um he was the number two uh, Miami Marlins uh, pitching prospect behind uh our boy Max Meyer, you know, that we talked about, you know. But since he's been banged up, it uh, looks like, you know, he got the shot that uh, Max was going to get. And, man, I'll tell you this. In that first start the other day, he was absolutely uh, lights out. Um, Let me just get those numbers. Here I got it. Like, yeah, go ahead. Was it at Coors Field, too? I believe it was, right?
1: Um, yes, it was. Yeah. Six innings, got the W, nine
0: Ks, no earned runs, and a three whip. That's Yeah, monstrous. so just looked – and that's at Coors Field, so uh, looked absolutely um outstanding there. Um, I'll say this, so far in the minors, you know, it wasn't absolutely great, but the talents there, kid throws hard, got good breaking stuff. But in the minors so far for Edward Cabrera uh, this year, he had one wins, two losses, a 390 ERA across six starts, 27 innings, you know, a whopping 39 Ks. That's kind of what he does, he's a strikeout guy, a 1 3 0 whip. Now, I'll say this he's below Kirby for me, he's below Springs for me. Um, but he's just someone that's got talent And I'm just I just going to keep throwing this out there It's just, you know, the deeper you get into this season The harder it's going to be to find any pitching talent And you're going to look back at the end of the year And be like, oh, I should have grabbed this guy I should have grabbed that guy So once again, what we're talking about today Is just go out and get these guys Cut the dead weight at the end of your bench You know, and, and make that move Don't be afraid, guys You know, even if these guys don't pan out The good thing is, is now you got somebody to drop For the next guy, you know Sometimes you don't want to have your team fold with a bunch of guys you can't can't drop because then you're going to be missing out on guys, you know, going forward. You know, it never hurts to have a healthy, full team of guys that are performing. But you know, it's nice to sometimes ha- have that spot you can play around with. Then you know, uh, possibly get one of these guys like uh, Edward Cabrera of um, the Miami Marlins. Uh, let me get that ownership percentage here on Yahoo real quick before we move on to the next guy. Once again, he's got great breaking stuff. He throws hard. Just a 12% owned on Yahoo guys. So I mean, it's just somebody you go out there and you take a chance on. Hey, if he gives you two, three, four bad ones. In a row, you get rid of him and you move on to the next guy there. Matt, any thoughts uh, here on Cabrera before we move on? Uh he's a nice
1: little ad. Um, that first adding is just marvelous. So
0: yeah, at Coors Field, you know, you normally don't see stuff like that. So it's definitely a, a good right. start to his um 2022 season here.
1: Right. They definitely uh, threw him into the fire and he came out of blazing with three dragons behind him. You know what I'm
0: saying? (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: So, I mean, I'm all about it. I think he's he's definitely worth an ad. And you know what, guys, it's a ride the wave situation. You are gonna learn that the people that usually win win fantasy baseball are guys that can kind of grab guys for a quick start, play the matchup game and, you know, kind of make the most out of what's on the waiver wires each and every week. And that's why we do this. And he's one of those guys. You know what? Scoop him up. See how long it lasts, drop his butt, and then move on. But uh, let's move on to our next guy, and that's Spencer Strider of the Atlanta Braves. Um, he's having a decent year so far. Uh, his last start last week wasn't so hot um, in 7Ks. He did get 12 uh, seven innings, he did get 12Ks, which is really nice, but he got lit up for a 643 ERA. Um, actually, I, I apologize. Seven, yeah, I was going to
0: say, that's I don't think that was the last one, right?
1: Collective, it is actually May 30th, four innings, seven Ks, 10 ERA. Yeah, he got lit up whip. in that last one. But against the Phil's the week, be- week before that, he had one, uh, two innings, got the W, five Ks, zero ERA with a 0.75 whip. Now, that's kind of the stuff as to why he got more innings in the second, second, um, second game. I think it was just, you know, a little, a little probably something kind of floated the wrong way and he got a little gypped. But he's looking good so far over the year. I mean in twenty eight innings, his forty four K 4 three, four, five ERA and a one oh eight whip. He's definitely worth a flyer, especially at this this um at this moment. Especially if we're yeah. just
0: known. I'll say this with um, Spencer Strider. Uh, the last time out was the first time that the Braves said, hey, we're giving you a shot in the rotation. So it was like, uh, you know, maybe the nerves got to him. You know, he it, a lot of pressure on the kid. You know, he's, he's been lights out so far in the year. Um, I'm going to check how old he is. I believe he's fairly young. I'm not 100 percent sure. So don't hold me to it until I check. Yeah, 23 years old. So, you know, 23 year old kid, uh, Atlanta Braves championship team from last year. You know, they tell the kid, hey, you know, this is your shot in the rotation. You got to do something. Charlie Morton's been underperforming. And, you know, it's kind of maybe he said, oh, you know, I got to really do something here with it. And maybe he got a little nervous. But we read those. Matt read those numbers to you on the year. 44 K's across 28 innings. Uh, really, really impressive. If you ask me next time out, he's in course. We know we just told you Edward Cabrera handled it, but not everybody does. So, you know, I think he's kind of a sit back. You grab him, 40% owned. um, And I'll tell you this. uh, I totally think that he's worth a shot. Um, I think um, he may be uh, my number one here. I think him and Kirby are pretty close. But I love that Atlanta Braves team. I love the potential of this kid. He's got monster numbers on the year. And um, I say you go out there and you snag him with confidence. Um. So, uh, moving forward here, um, let's talk about our last guy, and that's um Dakota Hudson, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, he's been pretty good so far. Once again, a name if you've been playing fantasy uh, over the past few years, uh, you know who he is. Um, only fourteen percent owned on Yahoo, so another one here for you. Uh, that is isn't too owned. Um, on the year so far, not not super impressive numbers, but forty four innings, three wins, twenty five Ks, three two two ERA, and that whips a little high at one four one. He's probably the bottom here of the totem as far as the guys that we've talked about so far, but his last two outings have been pretty good. You know, last one was June 1st. Uh, he got the win seven innings, three K's, uh one, two, nine ERA, Oh, seven, one whip. Uh, the game before that was 4.2 innings against Milwaukee, uh, uh, three K's, Um, no earned one, nine, three whips. So, you know, the whip isn't really going to be there for a guy like this. Neither are the K's, but it's a good team. The ERA is good. Um, if you're really, really dying for somebody, I think he gets the Cubs next time out. And, you know, I got the Cubs gear on, but they haven't been that uh, great this year. I actually got the Chris Bryant throwback on, you know, that's one of my guys. But, um, so he's the last one that we had as far as our starting pitches. Matt, uh, anyone you wanted to throw out anything you want to say about the kid before I move on? You covered it. All right. Well, fair enough. So, uh, let's dig in on some closers. And, um, now I I believe, uh, we got another Hudson here. Maybe cause a little confusion, but we got Daniel Hudson now. Uh, this this one is actually a little bit more interesting um, than Dakota Hudson. So for Daniel Hudson of the Los Angeles Dodgers, it looks like he might be closing for a little bit. Um, I saw a note there on uh, that Keg Crimble is going to be unavailable while he's trying to fix his mechanics. His, he looked really, he's looked really bad on the year. Uh, before I go with Hudson's numbers, I'm going to read you. Uh, Crimble's numbers, because you know um, the Dodgers went out there. They um they they traded for him. I believe they traded or they signed him. I forgot which one it was. But they, you know, they 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 had uh, Blake Trinan. You know, I know he's not, uh, you know, not doing his thing either this year. But, you know, somebody that we thought was really going to take the role and, uh, you know, thrive with it. But uh, Craig Krimbrough in the year for the Dodgers in the closing role. He's got 15 innings, 21 Ks, 10 saves. But, you know, 480, RA with that 140 whip. Man, that's not really going to get it done, especially comes playoff time. I mean, you don't really like to see that from, um, you know, uh, Krim- Krimbrough. But Daniel Hudson, on the other hand, you know, he's got 16 innings, 18 Ks, uh, two wins, 2 to 5 ERA, a 8 one whip. And uh, don't look now, but he's got the last save there for the Dodgers. Uh, you know, he got the win on May 21st. He got the save on May 28th. Uh, and as I said, I think going forward, it looks like he's going to get a couple s- shots out of here. And I mean, maybe he doesn't look back, but I'll say this. It's not definitely not guaranteed, but definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, 16% I mean, owned on Yahoo, by the way. My fault. Just want to throw that out there. I mean,
1: the fact that he's getting cl- uh, save opportunities is something that's said right there. I mean, I, you know, maybe maybe he just gave up the job at this point And, you know, Hudson kind of capitalized and is taking his stride. I don't know if he's going to have a long leash, but we'll see how long the it rides. It's definitely worth the scoop up this week, especially if you're struggling for uh, saves.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you this. I mean, he's somebody I'm going to take a deep look at here after the podcast, see if I can get him on a couple teams. But I don't know at the moment. I mean, I think just the Dodgers are a great team. And if you need the help, you know, he's the guy right now. I'd say the hot pickup at closers. Yes, sir. Um, so uh in the next one here we'll talk about let's do uh Tony Santian of the Cincinnati Reds, man. Um, I know it's like a revolving door over there, but um, you know, he's been pretty good. So I mean, uh, pretty good of late, pretty good of late. Let's not let's not go on the year. Uh, he's got the last two saves for the Reds. Um, I mean, now that I'm doing a little deeper dive, numbers actually don't am so great here on uh, Tony Santian. Uh four six seven ERA right in the year, one five six whip, uh 17 innings, 20 K's. It's kind of like a desperation if I guess if you really need the saves, that's who they're looking to at the moment. Uh, I do like um Edwin Diaz's brother, though, on the Reds. I mean, I'm, he might get the saves at some point, but, I mean, I guess as long as Santian's converting, you know, 6% owned on Yahoo. That's a, like a deep league play, guys, at this point. I mean, if you need the saves and there's nobody else there, I guess you could throw him on your uh, team. Matt, any thoughts on uh, Tony Santian there? I mean, it's a little risky because you could blow up your
1: ERA. But at least... Yeah, totally, totally. But at the same time, though, The saves opportunity, if he's getting the he's getting the opportunity, it's worth an ad is is how I'm looking at it, because saves are something hard to come by. And, you know, that could be difference of a W at the end of the week, you know. So, I mean, that's why we're throwing his name out here. This other guy we're going to throw out is almost in the same position. That's Tanner Rainey, uh, the uh, Washington Nationals. He's had the last two save opportunities and capitalized and got them. He's had a he had a terrible couple weeks, but he seems to be getting things back together. He's got five saves on the week. I mean, yes, it's the Nationals; it's not gonna be too many save opportunities, but at the same time, they're giving it to him, and that's the guy. And you know what? He could be that third guy you add that can kind of give you like a, a little chip in on the week. So, screw it, I'll scoop him up, and you know what? It's not like he's gonna murder you.
0: Yeah, see, I'll say that. I think, see, as to where Santin, it's really the numbers, and, you know, he's got the role here. And, uh, you know, it's more of the team with Rainey. The Nationals really aren't going to win a lot. I mean, not that the Reds are. The Reds probably even worse. But the numbers look good for Tanner Rainey. You know, it's a 2-3-5 ERA on the year, 1-1 whip, uh, 15 innings, 18 Ks. As Matt said, the five saves. You know, they're going to be far and few to come by, but it looks like when, you know, they come by, you know, Tanner Rainey's getting it done. Uh, So, I mean – if you need the security at the position, 35% owned, um, I go get Rainey. Uh, if you need the upside, uh, go get Daniel Hudson. And if you're just in the league where it's, you know, like a 15-er and, you know, it's just that everyone that gets a save Op is owned. Um, Tony Santino, 6% owned on Yahoo. You could probably do worse than him uh, in a 15-er. Uh, so, guys there, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, you know, the Fantasy MDs, we appreciate everybody listening as only. We're back here with you. Should be back on track, normal schedule, everything. Uh, we're going to be trying to push a lot more more stuff out there you know guys going to be doing a lot more you know on social media and everything we've been uh, a little slow with uh you know holiday weekend but guys you know we appreciate you sticking with us and listening and doing um everything you can if you like what you hear once again um you know go on youtube uh give us a little subscribe uh go on apple and if you could write a little uh you know review give us a five star uh review as well on there and same things on spotify it really goes a long way uh but once again guys you know that's our waiver wire episode for the week um we'll catch you guys next week um and uh Uh, Until then, guys, appreciate you. See you.